1: Fifth caller right now,
2: 410-583-1057 gets two tickets to see Pixies and Modest Mouse on June 14th at Merriweather Post Pavilion. That's courtesy of Live Nation. 410-583-1057. Two tickets to see the Pixies and Modest Mouse. Orioles big week last week it started with a new ownership and that hopefully will be approved in the near future one of the topics we'll discuss with our next guest also Corbin Burns in the fold let's go out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline Jim Duquette former Orioles exec now with MLB Network Radio joins us and Jim thanks as always for joining us let's start with Corbin Burns your reaction to the trade
0: uh, what's up guys hey thanks for having me I, you know I <laughs> with Burns you know we've been uh had a chance to kind of see him over the last couple of years he very rarely do you get a chance when you're a gm to to go out and make a trade where the guy's like he can take you to the world series like it doesn't happen very often right so yep. so with burns the beautiful thing on that uh with what Michael Elias did was hey like, this is a, a one of those difference makers that now all of a sudden it increases your your chances of getting there uh, and it really, for for me, even more so, it sends sends a signal around the league. Like they were kind of, you know, uh, I'd say uh, mediocre in their in their uh, shopping needs, right? Over the last two years, they were sellers two years ago. They modest improvements last year when it comes to the talent. They, it, you know, they, if they had made a bigger trade at the deadline last year, who knows where they would have gone? So I feel like this is one of those, you know, steps or leaps forward that. That basically puts the expectations, you know, the expectations were going to be on him anyway, but it puts more expectations on them. And they can kind of live up to those expectations because he's, he's, he pushes everyone else down that, in that rotation spot, you know, a spot at least, right? He's the number one, and then everyone else falls in behind him.
2: Yeah, and you got Kyle Bradish as a two, Grayson three, Ooh. John Means, Dean Kramer. I, I mean, Jim, how does this pitching staff uh, match up against the rest of the American League in terms of talent?
0: See I think I think that Jace I think that when you look at um the rest of the teams that have top rotations and I have a hard time coming up with better than the Orioles I think Seattle is in the conversation mm-hmm. I think in the second half So Texas Rangers might be in the conversation, but I mean, that's a lot has to go right with Scherzer coming back healthy and DeGrom coming back healthy. You know, the Phillies, you know, you're looking nationally. I'm I'm trying to find an American League team outside of Seattle, you know, that Toronto you you might be able to argue their first three kind of sort of matchup, you know what I mean? But they don't because Burns is so good. Like he's been one of the top 10 pitchers in the sport for the last couple of years. Like not many people have that guy that matches yeah. up with him and when you do that then you know with Bradish and Grayson and Neems and and Kramer like that that's where I think um, it's it's such a big difference.
2: Does the return feel about right or or
0: a little light or how do you kind of size up what yeah. they had to give up to get him? That's a good question. I think I think with um the the overall return like you can't look at there's under the years of control for each of those two guys you know, with Ortiz mm-hmm. and, and Hall in particular it stands out. Right. And again, I think with Hall, we know the question marks are there, but we know also that his upside, what it, what it can be. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that, that fits. I, I think Ortiz is going to be a good major leaguer, but they have better, you know, the Orioles have better, right. right. I think we've kind of talked about that. So you don't get as much concern. I, we know there's not a lot of power there. We know the hit tools there. So, I feel like it's about right. The, the draft pick is one they're going to get again this year, that comp pick. You know, it's the only, only uh, pick that you can trade in Major League Baseball, as we know. So, so I feel like this was about right. And, you know, this similar package they were including for Dylan Cease, maybe one other guy with the White Sox, I felt like it would have been light if you had picked up Dylan Cease. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so I think, I think it all kind of fits and matches with what um, – with what is out there and what other trades have been made, you know, over the past couple seasons.
2: We're talking to Jim Duquette it's inside access here on the Fan. Let's get to the other big Orioles story of last week and that Ooh. is the the potential uh, new ownership uh group led by David Rubinstein. W- what are you hearing about Rubinstein? How quickly do you think this thing could get
0: So yeah, the interesting thing with him, he's been around, right? He's been, you know, he was in on the what the Nationals conversation uh, ownership group um, with Leonsis there, uh, Ted Leonsis. But so, and in, in he's pretty well known within Major League Baseball circles. I, I think that there's a couple of things that have are going in his favor. We know uh, how wealthy he is. We know that he's, you know, he grew up in his is uh, you know Baltimore based. Uh, So those two things help. And then the third thing is, you know, he's well-known within, within the ownership Mm -hmm. circles and within major league baseball. So, so those are a lot of, those are boxes that you have to check. Usually if there's an unknown there, there's a lot more uh, due diligence that has to be done. They're going to have to go through a a bunch of financial, you know, records, not just with him, but with the other owners. So that might slow it down a little bit, but I don't think this is going to be a, uh, overall, a six-month, de- you know, a, a delay or lag when it comes to, um, you know, getting approval. They're they're going to, you know, I think talk about it certainly at the owners' meetings coming up this week. Uh, maybe they get give them a preliminary approval once they go through the financials. They'll have to have another vote, I think, going forward. But I don't think this is going to take like the next. I think they meet quarterly. The next time they meet the owners, I think this will be done. Uh huh.
2: Jim, what's realistic in terms of payroll for fans to expect with this new ownership group?
0: Uh, that's that's a that's a, a really good question. I think I think the good news is they they didn't buy this to, you know, as a uh something where they were going to try to uh run a tight mm-hmm. ship necessarily, right? So, I I think that um they might out they might overspend or outspend what the revenues they are bringing bringing in. So, you know, back when, geez, it wasn't that long ago when, when Peter Angel spent, uh, what was it? 160, $170 million, somewhere in that range. So, so I think they would be even North of that. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point over it, not that they have to go to this number, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got to 200, you know, over the next five years, 200 million for a payroll, which, you know, if that's the case, they're, they're attracting top end free agents or they're, or they're keeping, you know their own homegrown guys or a combination of both. So I, I would think that that was a easy number for them to get to because of the because of how wealthy the Rubenstein and, and that group is.
2: Um, I guess we um we won't know, but maybe it's fair to assume that
0: the way that how prudent these guys have been in the past with some of this young talent. Like if you think, right, if you're the GM and you think you've got multiple billionaires behind you instead of a family that kind of ran it like a ma and shop, right? Because it's not like the law firm was doing Bafo business. Like this is how they right. made their money. Then maybe we don't have to obsess as much about service time, you know, and a Jackson holiday might really be, you know, unlike Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rutschman a kid who is here for opening day breaks camp with the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that's part of it, but I also think some of the rules have sure. changed. Right. So, so with holiday, like you could bring him up in may and he'd still be a, a, a front runner for a rookie of the year. Right. And if he's a rookie of the year, one or two, he gets a full yeah. year of service and he get a draft pick. So, so it's like, okay, well, why not? you get him, you know, on your roster sooner rather than later if he's, if he ends up making the team or if he's having a good, a good spring. So I think the rules plus, you know, it may be the change in ownership has something to do with, it. but I think more of the rule change in those class collective bargaining agreement. We don't see as many teams playing that service time game that I, you know, I did. I'll admit, I did. It, but you know, back in the day. But you don't really have to do it as much now.
2: Jim, last question for you: How soon do you think we start seeing the, the the change in spending from from this team?
0: I think as soon as they take over, they will be a factor. I think at the trade deadline, you know, it'll be it'll be um, you know, in my mind anyway. Whatever their need uh, that gets, you know, and I personally, when I look at the team. You know, there's. We saw uh, Texas shut down the offense uh, last year in the yeah. postseason. That's that's when you need offensive players, you know, to be able to hit good pitching, you know, day after day in the postseason. And if I'm looking at the roster realistically, I think that's the one uncertainty that I don't that I'm not quite sure of, and that can that would cost a little bit of money. I don't think it's going to cost a lot of prospects. So I wouldn't be surprised if right away. Ownership wants to you know uh, play an impactful role financially and you know allow the front office to go out and get a you know a, an expensive bat uh let's say take on uh, you know most of the payroll or all of the all of the money in that regard so that that's where I think they will have an impact I think it's going to be as soon as they get approved I think you'll see it right away that's what we've seen with other owners wealthy owners Mets in particular he wanted to spend right out of the gate, and I think you'll see the same with the o's
2: Jim Duquette, always great. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you. Bye, guys.